Welcome to Modern Leadership, the podcast, where we see things differently. I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand. I'm a husband, father, master life and legacy coach for leaders, co-creator of the Pushco Certification School, and 20-year law enforcement officer from Southern California. Once I realized how leaders looked at things differently, I was able to lead myself to a 100-pound weight loss, lead more effectively in my police career, create a successful business, and a better connection with my family that was more aligned with the legacy I wanted to create. Now, this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders who want to create more, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their family and their health. People who are willing to see things through their modern leader lens. If that's you, welcome to Modern Leadership. Let's go. So you're in need of having a difficult conversation, whether it's in your business, with your relationships, maybe with your family, maybe in your career, and you want to make sure that it actually turns out well. If so, this video is for you. The truth is that difficult conversations really gives you an opportunity to bond and to create an entirely different connection with that other person if you look at it the way that we're going to talk about here today. Now, it's never awesome to have an uncomfortable conversation, but when you have some structure behind it, it gives you the best opportunity to create unbreakable bonds and prove that we can do really well even under pressure, which is why I want to share 11 different steps that I go through to make this process go really smoothly at least as smoothly as it possibly can, and to make sure that I don't miss anything and I cover everyone's bases. Because honestly, I don't want them to just hear my opinion. I want to hear their opinion and meet somewhere in the middle. Because if you have this approach of like, how can I make this a win-win? It is going to be a win-win for everybody. And don't settle for anything less. Now, I did say 11, but as we go, I want you to pick one or two that maybe you can implement into the next conversation that you're going to have. I mean, you might even be thinking about it right now, like a conversation that you're going to have And if that's the case, you might want to go through multiple steps here or even create a script or a way of like being able to read it and practice it to see not only how it sounds, but how it feels. But regardless, I also don't want you to think that you have to do all 11 of these steps. I really wish that I would do all of these 11 and sometimes I leave a few of them out. So I don't know, maybe I'm even putting this video together just so that I can have more structure before I have those difficult conversations too. Regardless of the reason, let's dive right in. Step number one is starting with preparation. Now, before I have a difficult conversation as a life coach, I know that everybody has their own interpretations of the things that happen on the outside. Now, we call these the facts inside of our life coach certification school. And that's why it's important for you to remove any emotion that you have about the situation and just look at the facts. Now, this is hard, especially if you don't have any life coach training, because there's a lot of things that are out there that your brain automatically interprets to mean one thing or the other. But remember, if we have multiple different perspectives, seeing it only through our perspective does not help empower the other person, and it also doesn't get us to think differently. That's why the first step for me is always removing the emotion and thinking about what are the facts. Step number two is asking myself, what part did I play in this? Really, it's about taking ownership. We've talked about this before, but when you control the things you can control, you can even control the things that you think you couldn't. That's why this is high up on the step chart. It's like, what part of this did I contribute to? Now, a little bit later, when we start talking about getting into the conversation, I always find it's best if I take ownership of my parts first. You want to model the behavior for someone else. And when you do that, it naturally inclines them to take ownership of their part. That's why it's important to do this in the preparation stage too. Number three is, how can we make this a win-win for everyone involved? Yes, I know difficult conversations, might feel like it has to be a win-lose or a lose-win, like somebody must have to give in. But that's only if we're not pushing ourselves to be more creative, to get more curious, and to find the infinite number of answers that are potentially out there. 
Even if it means that somebody has to sacrifice or something has to happen that not everybody loves, thinking about the long-term solutions and the long-term benefits for everybody will get you to quickly see that there actually can be a win-win situation. And step number four, still in preparation, is actually practice going through this conversation and thinking about the many different ways that it could go. I would highly suggest that you even talk to a friend, talk to a mentor, especially talk to a life coach, and get their feedback as you go. Sometimes the things inside of our brain make total sense until we say them out loud. So practice it with somebody else and get more comfortable and confident in it, knowing that it's not going to end the way that you think it does, but being able to see the multiple different directions that it could potentially go will make you feel more in control so you can lead with confidence when you have this conversation. Now, step number five happens when you're ready. And what I mean by ready is that you don't have every single thing answered, but you've actually taken some time to go over those previous four steps. Now, step number five is actually dedicating some time to the conversation. Don't just have it on the fly. Don't just have it when it comes up randomly. Not only is that unfair to the other person, but it always puts them on the defensive rather than having a conversation that's put on the schedule because it's that important to you. Now, step number six is during the actual conversation. And it starts off with you taking ownership of your part of the equation. Even if it feels like the other person is to blame or didn't show up to their level of expectations, there is a part that you played in this. Make sure you verbalize it and take full ownership and responsibility of it. Number seven is after having a little bit more conversation is paint a picture of the vision of what this is gonna look like when this problem is solved. I like to even bring in that the fact that we're having this conversation is gonna elevate us even more and it was an integral part of our future success. Yes, I like to reframe this as an opportunity instead of just another difficult conversation. Because what's crazy is when you do plant the seeds of opportunity, not only will they find it, but you will find it too. Number eight is be optimistic. We call this in our life coach certification, leaning into your heart voice. But that does not mean that you dismiss the obvious hard things that you need to talk about. Instead, I want you to call out to them. I want you to point out the elephant in the room. Because if you're thinking it, they're thinking it. And I got to tell you, as having leaders who've had difficult conversations with me before, when they point out the elephant in the room, the amount of respect that I have for them is exponential. So yes, I want you to be optimistic, but I also don't want you to ignore anything negative that could be coming up during the conversation. Now, number nine is ask for feedback from them. Now, during this, it's a conversation. Remember, it's not only you talking. There's going to be bits and pieces where you're just bouncing ideas back and forth with each other communicating and explaining your perspective and wanting to hear their perspective too. But when you get towards the end, you're going to want to get some feedback from them. What about this feels right? What about this does not feel right that we can squash right now? And really having them participate in this part will give them a certain level of buy-in that they wouldn't have if they hadn't. Now, here's the thing. We also can't force people to participate. All we can do is ask really great questions and be genuinely curious and do what we can on our part to actually get to the root of the issue. But that doesn't mean steamrolling or convincing or forcing somebody to have a conversation with you. That never turns out well for either side. And this moves us on to step 10, which is share how you will show up in this specific situation moving forward and get them to share how they will show up too. Usually just sharing how you're gonna show up and the changes that you're gonna make is often enough for them to turn it around and tell you what they are willing to do. And step number 11, and please don't forget this, is you wanna verbalize the plan again, but then also thank them for being willing to have this difficult conversation with you. Here's the truth. If you're the leader, if you're the boss, if you're the spouse, 
They didn't need to have this conversation with you. It must have been important if they were willing to lean in and to get uncomfortable because nobody likes to feel that way. Commend them for having this conversation with you, having the courage to come in and to verbalize their point of view. This is going to help so much, especially when you have another conversation in the future, because we know that that's bound to happen. I think what a lot of people think is that difficult conversations are things they want to avoid. But in reality, they're opportunities. And if you really want to make the impact that you want to make, you're going to have disagreements. You're going to have opportunities that do come up where you have to have these kind of conversations. And because you had them, not only does it make you stronger as a team, but it actually helps you solve a lot of problems and create the massive impact that you want for everybody on the team. Thank you for being willing to have these difficult conversations. It's literally proof that you are the leader that the world needs now more than ever. Thank you for what you do out there every single day. And keep leading from the front. Bye, leader.